Welcome back to episode 26 of the Student Pilot Cast, where I'm learning to fly in front of the world. I'm Bill Williams, and today is a very special episode as I chronicle my first solo cross country and jaunt down to Tucson International. Chandler Ground, Cherokee 4122 Tangos at Chandler Air Service. Uh, we have information Romeo and would like to depart to the southwest en route to Tucson. Thanks for listening to the Student Pilot Cast once again. As I mentioned, this day was special. You've heard me talk about the magical journey that was my first solo cross-country to this same airport, but this was even more special, as I'd be doing it as pilot in command. I'd be practicing and demonstrating a culmination of learning to that point by proving mostly to myself that I was capable of planning and executing a simple flight to somewhere else by myself. I can't wait to share that with you today. Remember that I love getting feedback from you. The emails that I get from listeners are awesome. I welcome feedback, so let me know what you like and what you don't like about these episodes. You may also notice that I'm putting more and more cockpit audio into some of them, and this one is no different. There's several reasons for this, but mostly, feedback from listeners is overwhelmingly in favor of more cockpit audio, so I aim to please. If you'd like to contact me, please send me an email at bill at studentpilotcast.com or use the contact link on the website at www.studentpilotcast.com. Also, you can follow my current escapades at twitter.com slash billwill. It's B-I-L-L-W-I-L. Let's get started with this great flight, though. Some people have told me that they like to sort of follow along during the episodes, so I'm going to go over the, the route really quick that I'd be taking. I'd be taking off and heading to the southwest of Chandler, or KCHD, that's Charlie Hotel Delta. I'd intercept Victor 16 Airway around the SACAT intersection, that's Sierra Alpha Charlie Alpha Tango. I'd follow Victor 16 all the way to Tucson, which is Tango Uniform Sierra, via the Totec intersection. I'd be flying one of the Tango twins again, 4122 Tango to be exact, so keep an ear out for my call sign. That about sums up the route, so let's get going. Here's the ATIS and the beginning of my taxi to the active runway, 22 right. Chandler, time information, Romeo, time 1548 Zulu, wind 1503, temperature 31, dew point 12, altimeter 291, visual approach and use, landing and departing. Runway is 2-2, left and right. Notice airmen, multiple obstructions in the vicinity channel airport up to 310 feet AGL. All departures advise ground control direction of flight. Use caution for bird activity in the vicinity channel airport. Read back all hold short instructions. Advise on initial contact. You have Romeo. Chandler Ground, Cherokee 4122 Tangos at Chandler Air Service. Uh, we have information Romeo and would like to depart to the southwest en route to Tucson. Cherokee 4122 Tango, Chandler Ground, good morning, text runway 22 right via Alpha November. 22 right via Alpha November, uh, Cherokee 22 Tango. Chandler Ground, Skymaster 48233, clear the active like the taxi to the West Hangers. 
Grandmaster, 4233, Channel Ground. Good morning, Texas Ramp. Have a good day. Uh, 233, thanks. Good day. Okay, off on my first solo cross country. It's 9-11 in the morning. And it is hot. So taxi to 22 right here. Good morning, Chandler Ground. Warrior 47851 is at Chandler Air Service with Romeo. Full stop, taxi taxi, please. Cherokee 47851, Chandler Ground. Good morning, taxi runway 22 via taxi Alpha November. Use caution for company traffic taxi out. Taxi 22 right, 851. I was now in the run up area and ready to check the machine. Here's my run up and takeoff. Man, this was exciting. I give some updates from the cockpit throughout this flight, so I'll let these segments play a bit. But as usual, I'll cut out long periods of silence. It's like ESPN highlights for flying. So don't be alarmed when events seem to come a little bit too close together sometimes. Okay. Do the run-up. 2,000 RPM. Set. Carb heat. Slight drop. Left. And right, good. Less than 100, both the same. And check suction, good. Back to idle. Okay, check the checklist, uh, throttle, engine instruments, good. Carb heat, mag check done. Suction gauge done, idle done, circuit breakers, good. <clears throat> Set flight instruments, all right. Two nine or nine or one. Good. All right, heading indicator, we are at, uh, Zero one nine five. Oh, that's the other panel. Good. Uh, elevator tram. Good. Controls free and correct. Locked. Seatbelts are on. Transponders set to four four. Make sure our hangar is through to Carlsbad, California. Chandler Tower, Cherokee four one two two Tango is ready to go on two two right. Hey, 
Oh, I'll say Mike Tango, when able to turn right, contact ground 124.4, went off. Good day. Yeah, I'll take it right here, Fox, uh, point four, see you. Check 4122 Tango, Channel Tower, hold short of runway 228. Holy short of 22 right, Cherokee 22 Tango. Check 4122 Tango, Channel Tower, at the airport boundary, left turn to the south, free runway 228, clear for takeoff. 22 right, cleared for takeoff, Cherokee 22 Tango. Okay, center line. And. Four seven eight five one, Roger. Make right traffic and wait to do right clear for takeoff. Clear for takeoff, eight five one. Okay, my nav radio and is set, and my heading is set. The OBS. So we've just got to intercept that radio. The 143 radial. And here in a minute, I'm going to need to activate my flight plan. My takeoff was at uh, 1617 Zulu. Or 1615 Zulu, I mean. Okay, fuel boost pump off. Okay, I was on my way. Now, as I mentioned before, I was so excited about this flight that I made more mistakes with the radio that day than I think I had up to that point in all of my training combined. It wasn't my phraseology or other screw-ups like that, like I didn't know what to say, but it was the frequencies. It seemed that, it, it, I think it was at least three times on this flight, I transmitted on the wrong frequency for some reason or another. We'll get into the other ones, probably on the return flight in the next episode, but here's the first one. I appropriately asked for a frequency change from Chandler when it looked like clear sailing, and I got it. Then I painstakingly tuned in the other radio to flight service on 1226 and immediately made my cold call. Unfortunately, I never switched to transmitting on the other radio. Here you go. Have a listen. Chandler Tower, Turkey 222, 22 Tango, request frequency change. Check 22 Tango, frequency change first. Frequency change approved. Good day. Check 851 Radio, Cherokee 4122 Tango. Check 4122 Tango, still transiting Chandler Tower. <laughs> Sorry about that. We'll switch over. Prescott Radio, Cherokee 4122 Tango, over. Cherokee 4122 Tango, Prescott Radio, your number two, stand by. Cherokee break, Cherokee 5279 Lima. Uh, your transmission was blocked, Sagan. 
I'm supposed to be on a heading. One four six. My flight plan, Chandler to Tucson, four four one two two Tango, and that would be as of uh, sixteen fifteen Zulu. Thank you, two two Tango. And over four one two two Tango, your flight plan is activated this time. Are you familiar with the CFR down in the Tucson area? Over. I am familiar, as long as they are still uh, south of Tucson. Is that correct? And Air 412 Tango, affirmative. Uh, they're east of Tucson and uh, to the south, over. Yeah, we do have those. Uh, thank you very much. 22 Tango, over. And November 22 Tango, Marjorie Chandler, Ace Oscar Lace, South Summer, saying good day. Good day, 22 Tango. Don't worry, that won't be my last radio gaffe of this trip. Not by a long shot. But like I said, the next one's happened on the return leg, though, so it's thankfully the only one in this episode, if I remember correctly. So as I was to overfly Casa Grande during my climb, I decided to tune in the Common Traffic Advisory Frequency, or CTAF, while I was in the vicinity. You'll hear some chatter on the radio talking about Stanfield. This is a VOR that's close by and is used extensively for IFR training, both for holds as well as VOR approaches and the like. Also, Casa Grande, being a smallish airport, gets a lot of training traffic as well, mostly IFR because I believe it has numerous approaches to practice and not a lot of non-training traffic. This brings up a situation that I had been worrying about or noticing a lot up to that point in my training. I'm not really sure what the best solution is, but I see a problem in our self-announcement system in aviation. As a primary student pilot, I was overwhelmed with the amount of knowledge I was taking in, both learning in the cockpit as well as out of the books. I didn't have time or, frankly, room in my melon for learning IFR procedures as well. So I was worried, and still am a bit, about something that I think decreases safety and situational awareness for primary students and other VFR pilots, for that matter. That is, in an area like mine where extensive IFR training is being conducted on a daily basis in beautiful VFR conditions with lots of traffic around, most IFR trainees and their instructors make most of their self-announcements using terminology that only someone trained in instrument procedures might understand. Again, I, I don't know a perfect solution for this, but I would at least encourage IFR pilots, students, and instructors to think about this the next time you announce that you're in some XYZ hold or, or on some ABC approach. Many of the other pilots, especially primary students, 
still have no idea where you are or what you're doing after an announcement like that. It doesn't help a lot of us when you announce, for instance, that you'll descend to MDA and go missed. Some of us have barely even seen an approach plate, let alone understand one, or even have one with us, you know, flying around an unfamiliar airport in CAVU conditions. Some of us won't know where you're going when you go missed, so please just tell us. I've been trying to increase my knowledge in this area as I plan to get my instrument rating, but it's not reasonable, I, I don't think, to believe that a primary student has the capacity to learn this stuff alongside his or her other responsibilities as a student. So bottom line, I think it's better and safer if pilots and instructors doing IFR training in VFR conditions make announcements as if they were VFR. At a towered airport, this is much less of a problem. But at non-towered airports, I think it would be helpful to be less cryptic. I'd love to hear your opinion on the subject, so let me know. Okay, let's keep her going here. You guys making missed approach? Are you going all the way down to the roof to level the runway, or are you going to be a thousand feet above, or what? We're going to go. We're on the ILS. We're going to go down to the DA and then go miss. But we'll be uh, going miss to the north. Hey, is the uh, decision heights? Uh, how high is that above the runway? Three hundred feet. Thank you. Air traffic three, you listen. It has turns now just over the highway uh, behind the uh, aircraft for the uh, missile approach. One four six. Traffic, some old, some 
Lieutenant Alpha Tango is inbound at uh, inbound at Tafey for the GPS runway to the approach. Grant. Stanfield, Casa Grant, traffic helicopter 8 uniform, one tail just passed over Roxy. We're inbound for the practice approach, ILS runway 5. Casa Grant. Casa Grant, traffic finance, A1A, two echoes upwind, runway 5, via left turn northbound. Casa Grant. Ground traffic, Seminole 257 Alpha Tango is Taffy inbound on the GPS, runway 23, intend to go miss. Cast the ground traffic, helicopter 8 Uniform Hotel, just past Maricopa Highway, inbound from the ILS approach, runway 5. Cast the ground. Last call at Casa Ground, you going Mr. Landing? Yeah, we'll be uh, low approach only, uh, left turn out to the north. Okay, we'll be looking for you. Casa Ground traffic, I'll capture a uniform hotel, two mile final, runway five, low approach only, Casa Ground. Okay, I'm tuning in to Tucson. I'm going to beam the runway at Casa Grande. Puts me at exactly 15 minutes. Just passed it. Castor Grand Traffic, I'll get through uniform until one mile final or NY5, Castor Grand. And going to Tucson. Castor Grand Traffic, Seminole 257 Alpha Tango is going Mr. Stanfield, Castor Grand. Traffic helicopter, uniform hotel, we're over. Runway number five will be uh, left turn out to the north looking for traffic that just one missed over 2-3. Runway five, thank you. Aircraft on GPS 2-3, where's your position? We are going direct Sandfield. We are at uh, 3,700, about 10 miles from Sandfield. Okay, we have you inside, no factor. I want to be on the... Which radio? I hate this form. The 1282. Sandfield area traffic, 7257 Alpha Tango's uh, requesting top of deck. 308. Traffic signal 257 Alpha Tango will take top stack 3,500 in about 4 minutes. As you heard, I was switching the radio to Eloy traffic. This one is even more important, I think, because there's a very large skydiving operation at Eloy that 
that's almost always active. I wanted to make sure I knew when drops were being made and so on, but as usual, if you stay to the west of Eloy, you should be okay. So that's what I did. Eloy traffic, Cessna 795 Sierra Papa is three miles to the southwest. We'll be entering a right downwind to uh, two zero Eloy. We have you in sight, we'll follow you, and we'll just be doing the touch and go behind you. Okay, RPMs are good. My Tucson radio in. Eloy in sight. Both the town. And north of the town, closer to me, is the airport. And that airplane landing at Eloy, I can see him way down below me. like there is an airplane just touching down. Okay, VOR traffic, we're 657 Lima, holding a 4,500 uh, to the southeast of the VOR. Okay, that's perfect. Go right, 657 is on uh, 10 miles, final 4,500 to 2, Almost about to intercept my new radial. Buckeye traffic, Bonanza 8101 Charlie, solo student, 20 miles southwest of the airfield, request traffic advisory, Buckeye. Neon traffic, jump 10, taxi for takeoff on 2. 2806 is midfield downwind, uh, runway 17, uh, remaining in the path of uh, just... Uh, okay, I am right uh, over uh, Eloy Airport, well, uh, just to the west of it. The uh, fairly light, and the runway 17 right hand is in you. And I am getting closer to intercept my... Buckeye traffic, Bonanza 8101, right down, student copy, runway 17, thank you, Buckeye. Past Picacho Peak, which I can see way out there. Nine puts me at a compass heading of 132. Hey, traffic, jump 10 to part 2, midfield, E1. About 145 right now, sticks off. Got my needle pegged right in the middle here. to turn to 132. Start my turn now. It's just a slight turn. Okay, VOR traffic, we're 657 Lima, 4,000 feet outbound northwest from VOR. Uh, 
next one is Pinnell. Still don't see any traffic at my altitude. As you heard, my next overflight would be of Pinnell Air Park, which is an interesting airport. Probably appropriate that's, that it's called an air park, but not for the reason you're probably thinking. Let me take a minute and, and give you all some background on this one. It, it's a good history lesson. Pinnell Air Park is a former CIA airport and was used for transportation and cargo for overt as well as covert government operations during the Cold War and during Vietnam. Many of you will probably recognize the airline name Air America, and I believe that some of their operations were conducted here as well. As the CIA phased out their covert air operations, at least from this facility anyway, the government leased the field to the huge cargo company Evergreen. They currently use the field for storage and maintenance of theirs and others' aircraft. Some cargo or even airline fleets use this air park and Evergreen services for storage and or repair of aircraft that are currently not being used. There was even a sighting recently and some photos taken of Boeing's Dreamlifter airplane parked on the field. This is that big guppy-looking monstrosity that Boeing created from a 747 hauler to haul around the 787 Dreamliner fuselage from Asia to Everett, Washington to be assembled and, and built. I did try to check out Pinnell from the ground once, I had driven down to Tucson to meet with a customer for work, and on my way back, I made a quick detour to see what I could see at Pinal, which I'd flown over before. When I arrived at the entrance to the airport, it looked like a military installation. There was a guard shack that you had to pass to get in, which I couldn't, and driving around the facility on the bordering roads revealed nothing either, since there's a giant dirt berm built up around the airport behind the barb-protected chain-link fences. Now, this is one GA airport that is definitely not inviting. I had thought since it it was a publicly owned facility and not a military base or installation of some sort that it would be similar to other GA airports. It's not. It's always interesting to fly over Pinal because of the amount and the variety of the big iron park down there. Actually, I've flown in there once, but we'll save that for another day. I'll include some pictures I've taken over Pinal in the show notes. For now, though, let's get back to the cross-country. Okay, 116.0. It's the airport I gotta head to. I wanna put in which radio? 128.2. Helo traffic, jump 6 is taxiing from the ramp, turn on 2 for departure, Eli. Okay, traffic, Seneca, you do a 6 is down and right turn runway uh, 17, remaining in the path. Okay, traffic. Okay, there's the airport dead ahead. Buckeye traffic, Bonanza 8101, Charlie Solo student on a 4 mile 45 degree entry right downwind, runway 17, Buckeye. Hi Buckeye traffic, Seneca 806 is late downwind, runway 17 for Tishko, right down runway 17. Okay, there's Picacho Peak there. Traffic Bonanza 1565 is on the 290 radio 12 TME, 5,500 feet descending to 2,500 feet staying north of the airport, and monitor this frequency 1,000. Traffic jump 6 is departing on runway 2, Eloy. Uh, I want to... 
Okay, let me stop it there for a minute. Some of you who fly elsewhere may think that 24 degrees Celsius at 5,500 feet sounds a little high. That's about 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Keep in mind, on the surface down below, it was more like 35 degrees and rising quickly, so 24 was heaven. The air coming in felt really good. All right, let's keep it rolling here. Just a little high here, so I'm going to head down. That's nice, whatever that is. Somebody clicking away. Looks like I'm pretty much on my times. There's a Cherokee uh, uh, 5,500 feet uh, way above, going to pass right over the field, uh, Pinal. Okay, still not picking up that Tucson VOR. These mountains are in the way, I guess. I'm not high enough. But according to the GPS, I am right on course. And according to my pilotage, I'm right on course. So just over right overhead uh, now, right now, exactly 5,500 feet, I've got a heading of 115, one so the winds are different than forecast, but just correcting for it. Now, 
I'm sorry, there's uh, Marana. I'm going to fly to that on my night cross-country on Monday. There's I-10. I am going to switch over to Marana's. Get ATIS yet for uh, two traffic, traffic system 6291 Delta upwind, and we'll be a right um, turn out to the south. Marana. One, two, three. I don't see any traffic out there. Primarily, so below turning base. Uh, one, two, Marana. Let's go. Uh, one, two, three point eight. So I had the ATIS, and I was ready to contact Approach now that I had passed Marana Airport. Tucson International is a Clash Charlie Airport with frequent Part 121 airline traffic, as well as frequent military traffic. It actually has F-16s based at the field for the Air National Guard, who routinely train there. It's a busy airport, for sure. I switched over to Approach. Yeah, I just want to maintain 8,000. 2 reduce your final approach speed, sir. Tucson approach, Cherokee 4122 Tango is about four miles southeast of Marana, 5,600 feet. Uh, we do have information kilo and we're inbound for a full stop. Mondo 1, proceed direct high key and contact Tucson Tower. 
Southwest 1568, turn left, heading 200, descent maintains 7,000. 7-2, Quebec not receiving your transponder. Remain outside Clash Charlie airspace and Squawk 0431. 0431, we're behind the ridge, uh, about four miles uh, north of Mount Bigelow. The aircraft that was calling Tucson approach unanswered, say again. This is Cherokee, 4122 Tango, 5,500 feet, five miles southeast of Marana. Uh, we have information kilo, and we are inbound for full stop uh, Tucson. Southwest 1568, turn left heading 120, verify you have Tucson airport site. Southwest 1568. Southwest 1568. Metal 1466, Tucson approach, flight heading 270, vector visual approach, runway 11 left, descent maintain 11,000. 270 on the heading vectors for visual 11 left, descent and maintain 11,000, Gunnel 1466. Okay, the aircraft that was off of Miranda for the full stop again, Cherokee 22 Tango, squawk 0423 and ident. Squawk 0423 and we will ident. Cessna 85, Quebec radar contact at Mount Lemon. Two solid centimeters, 3002. Are you familiar with A Mountain? Affirmative. Cessna 85, Quebec, proceed A Mountain. Expect a straight in runway 11 left. Descend pilot's discretion. 85, Quebec, descending pilot's discretion to A Mountain. Cherokee T2 Tango's radar contact. Wasson Peak, make the straight in runway 11 right. Make a straight in 11 right, 22 Tango. Okay, I have the airport in sight there. I've got 118.3, which is the tower frequency they're probably going to send me to. Uh, I'm going to put 119 on the other one, just in case they go to that one. 119, 1190. Okay. On the other radio, okay. And... I have the big runway in sight. I know the other one, smaller one, is to the right of that. Got a big Southwest Airlines flight in front of me. Hope I don't catch up to it. Just kidding. Start a real shallow descent here. It's getting rough because of these mountains. Well, approach American uh, 1841, level 14,000 on the uh, Zuno 1 arrival with Kilo. All right, I got the other one. Tucson heading 270, descent maintain 11,000. I missed it. Confirm Kilo. Okay, uh, down to 11,000, heading 270, and we do have Kilo, American, 1841. I have the right right runway in sight, so I'm going to maneuver over for a straight end. I hope you all caught my speed joke about the Southwest 737 ahead of me. The reason I was mentioning that I had the right runway in sight is that if you look at the runways for 
Tucson, one one left is the main runway used by the airline and the military traffic, 11,000 feet long and 150 wide. If you remember from episode 22, I actually got to use one one left to land that day while an F-16 was holding short waiting for me. One one right, on the other hand, is typically used for GA traffic. It's smaller at 8,000 feet by 75 wide. It's still a big runway, but it's also lighter in color, smaller, and generally much more difficult to see than the big guy. So when I first had the field in sight, all I could make out was 1-1 left. But of course, knowing where that was, I knew where 1-1 right would be as well. So I headed that way. Now that I was getting closer, my runway was coming into view. Let's keep going. We'll bring it all the way into parking this time. Remember, time is a little bit compressed on my approach as I've cut out bits and pieces of silence. And I want to go as fast as I can here and get across the approach path of 1-1 left. exactly on my descent. Snake one, depart the mines, heading a 325. American 1841, heading 275. Heading a 275, American uh, 1841. Scaling 85, Quebec to Boeing, 12 o'clock, 6 mile, we know factor. Look for that MD-80, though, he'll be more of a factor for you. It's uh, 9.30 to 10 o'clock and 11 mile westbound, 11,000 will be descending uh-huh. to 7,000 shortly. There's an F-16 turning final we'll keep our eye on the left runway the, uh, right now. As well. That's awesome. Tucson approach, Shetland 7774, with you at 14,300 for 11,000, we've got Kilo. Shetland 7774, Tucson, direct to Watson for the visual 1-1 left, descending 18,000. Direct to Watson and... For the visual, one left, you said, right? Expect the visual 11 left, descend them 18, 8,000 for gently 7774. All right, down to 8,000, expect the visual one left, gently 7774. Sorry about that. Dragon 1841, descend them 18, 7,000. There's a sky lane, 2 o'clock, 1 zero mile southwest, down 7,500. Uh, we're looking down to 7,000 for now, American 1841. Snake 1 fighting 010. Zero, zero. Expect the clearance shortly. Snake one clear to visual initial runway one one last contact tower today. Cherokee two two tango tower eighteen three. Tower eighteen three two two tango. Snake one Tucson tower continue I'll call your break. And air one's about to cross your active. Air one Roger. Tucson tower Cherokee four one two two tangos with you on final. Cherokee 4122 Tango, Tucson Tower, change runway 11 right, runway 11 right, clear to land. We are lined up for 11 right, clear to land on 11 right, Cherokee 22 Tango. Cessna 302, extend your downwind to follow Cherokee 2 mile final. Extend downwind, follow Cherokee 302. American 1694 Tucson Tower, fly heading 120, runway 11 left, clear for takeoff. Air 1 traffic ahead and to your left is a Cessna on a right downwind. Okay, I have the Cessna, I'll avoid you. 
slow it up. American 1694, copy. Yes, sir, we copy. Two touchdowns. Take one offset left for departure off runway 11 left. Tucson Tower, Skyline 3188, Yankee. Skyline 3188, Yankee, Tucson Tower, continue. One, sir, requested altitude. Uh, we'll be 3,100 MSL, sir. Star Continental 1466, visual 1-1 one, one left. Okay, field is made. Make one, start your break turn, runway 1-1 one, one left, clear to land. 1-1 one, one left, clear to land, Continental 1466. Continental 1466, Tucson Tower, reduce to 170, that was for Snake 1. Continue and maintain your speed to break. Snake one, maintain 4,500. Re-enter initial traffic. It's a nice soft touchdown. 737. Continental 1466, runway 11 left, clear land traffic, be an F-16. Uh, he'll be re-entering a three-mile initial for the overhead. He'll be off your left-hand side. 11 left, clear land, Continental 1466. Cessna 302, runway 11R, clear touch and go. 11R, clear touch and go, 302. American 1694, contact departure. Good day, American 1694. Take one, Roger. 302, number two, following Cherokee, runway 11, right, clear, touch and go. 302. Cherokee 22, Tango Cross, runway 11, left, no delay, then contact ground. Cross 22, left, no delay, and contact ground. Uh, Cherokee 22, Tango. Oh, this is 15 Mike. Uh, am I clear to touch and go? Cherokee 15 Mike, affirmative, runway 11, right, clear, touch and go. Traffic ahead and right to Cherokee, one mile final for the parallel. Okay, ground is one, uh, two, four, four. got him in sight, got now 1466. After landing, boost pop off. Aim. Stand by on the... Flaps up. Aim and contact ground. On ground, Cherokee 4122 Tango is uh, clear of 11 left at Alpha 11. Like to taxi to Executive Terminal. Cherokee 4122 Tango, Tucson ground. Taxi via Alpha to the base of the tower. Taxi via Alpha to the base of the tower, Cherokee 22 Tango, thank you. Tucson ground, Cessna 1402 Foxtrot at Sonoran Wings, ready to taxi. Cessna 1402 Foxtrot, Tucson ground, straight taxi, hold short of Delta. Taxi and hold short of Delta. Fondo 1, cars runway 21 at Delta 2, good day. Okay, we landed. Crank on 1466, cleared out to 13, parking gate Bravo Niner. Continental 1466, Tucson ground, good morning, taxi via Alpha to the ramp. Alpha to the ramp, good morning, Continental 1466. It's an F-16 landing right next to me. Cessna 
Cessna 02, Foxtrot Taxi to runway 11 left at Delta via Delta. 11 left via Delta, 02, Foxtrot. It's hot when you get back on the ground. Snake 1, Tucson Ground Taxi via Alpha and Delta, hold short of runway 21 at Delta 2. Shut her down. Radio off. There you have it. My first time going somewhere as PIC. What a great flight. To use a phrase from my California upbringing, I was absolutely stoked. I was ready for a quick break, get a drink, and relax for a few minutes. And I'd be doing it again to go back. We'll cover that in a future episode, though. So not only was Tucson my first cross-country destination, but now it was also my first solo cross-country destination. I was commander of my little Piper Cherokee, and I simply took off from Chandler and landed in Tucson. The freedom of personal flight, the possibilities, and all the dreams I've had about flying on my own to various places was sort of culminating with this very simple and uneventful, yet extraordinary journey. It may not seem extraordinary to all of you, especially longtime pilots, but try to remember how extraordinary it felt the first few times you did it. Try to remember what makes it extraordinary to be a pilot, and then you'll get a glimpse of how I was feeling that morning as I strolled nonchalantly through the security doors, airplane keys in my pocket, into the FBO as a true aircraft commander. That feeling, my friends, is what general aviation is all about. Music for today's episode is To Be an Angel by the Canadian band Uncle Seth. You can get more information and subscribe to the Student Pilot Cast using iTunes, Zoom, or any other podcast aggregator at www.studentpilotcast.com. Remember, any instruction that you hear in this podcast was meant for me and me alone in the situation that we were in at the time. Please do not try to apply anything you see or hear in this episode or any other episode to your own flying. If you have questions about any aspect of your flying, please consult a qualified CFI.